Hello, we're from the Tufty Club podcast, the nonsensically named Sheffield United podcast. I'm Mark, and this is David. Good evening. Good e- well, it depends when they're listening to it. We have, we have this on every podcast. We say good evening, and yeah, it could be any time of day when you're listening. Morning, but, afternoon, stroke evening. And if I don't see you before, good evening again. So yeah, we've been asked to do a little preview on the on the upcoming game, uh, Sheffield United versus Stoke. Um, we're basically clueless, but we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. It does. It does sound very much like it's a really lazy scout that's asked for this under the guise of a podcast. Could could you let us know how they play and any any areas of weakness we could exploit? It's a uh, yeah. I think well, we're we, we can discuss our season so far, can't we? And what 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 we think of our progress, and uh, and then we can slide into uh, Stoke. <laughs> well, that's sometimes that's all you want to do, isn't it? <laughs> So what is our progress? I mean, I, mean... I, I, I suppose like if you're looking at it as a Stoke fan or a neutral, it's been a disappointing season. When you look at West Brom and Fulham right near the top, we're in the bottom half. It's it's been a disappointing season, but not totally unexpected. I know that's a weird thing to say when you everyone had us pegged as being a top six team, but. I don't think we were going to turn... I mean, Stoke have seen this. Stoke fans have seen this stuff when they came out of the Premier League and everyone expected them to go back up with a you know expensive squad, lot of, you know, on paper, good players. But it's quite hard to kind of arrest that, you know, that, that's, that sort of slide and that decline. And, and especially when you've changed the manager, you've changed the playing style. And we haven't got players that can play that playing style. So what he's saying there is we've started really shit. And we did. Because yeah. we, we, no, we, had, we had no pre-season. We, effectively, the first... Five six games were our preseason. We managed look, look, to. Co- I'm, co- I'm, co- I'm, sick of, I'm sick of this argument because we've had loads of games in the season. Oh, no, 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 don't this. get me wrong, we still crap. Preseason friendly at Buxton that would have changed it all around. <laughs> we've, we've, we've had loads of games in the season and still not really. We did see some some shoots of light when we went on a five game unbeaten run and beat the the Giants like Peterborough Hull and Derby. Uh, but then as soon as we started playing good teams again, we uh, we lost again. Yeah, shoots of light. That's a that's a good one. That green shoots. We we saw some shoots of light and chinks of green. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we we just we're just so inconsistent. You've hit the nail on the head there. We'll we'll look good, but then you look at who we look good against. And I think I think Stoke have had some similar results against similar teams. You, You know you. You, you play, you play your teams that you, you think, oh yeah, we've had a really good result. You've clearly not researched this. Well, they have. They've had some similar. And what I'm talking about is they beat some of the teams that we beat. Is what I'm no. saying. In, in in terms of um, and some other teams, we haven't beat. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. You've 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 got me on that one. But no, the the teams, the, the ones we've managed to beat have been the ones you're going to expect to be near the bottom. And we've and we've sort of done that at the time when we finally got a bit of a game plan together, which we're probably going to come on to, but you're expecting some sort of insight and analysis about how we play formation. And well, our manager didn't know for the first sort of six, seven games, did he? He was just, he was just chucking anything at it to begin with. And we seem to have settled down on something, but it's not quite clicked, has it? No, I mean, I mean the, the, the style of play, we, we've obviously gone to the this kind of, uh, almost like three up front, but it's more like one up front with Sharp and a couple of wide players, but they're not really traditional wide players. You've got Osborne or, you know, and Dye, and then you've got Gibbs White. I think 
Osborne's more of a, a, a battling midfielder. Gibbs White's probably more of a number 10. So they're kind of being put into positions that aren't really there. So he, he likes wingers, but we haven't got any wingers, which is a slight problem. Yeah, we've got... It's kind of a 4 2 3 1, would you say, ish, around that that he's playing. Yeah, and something like that. So basically, he needs, he needs wingers and, attack, and an attacking midfielder and just one striker. Unfortunately, you've just mentioned it. We've got zero wingers at the club, one or two attacking midfielders and about 30 strikers. So he's he's kind of gone about it the wrong way, really, hasn't he? He should have looked at what he's got and then took it from there. But Well, the argument is what we had wasn't working last season. And, and people are thinking we'd have kept playing like that, we'd have, we'd have, we'd have been near the top. I'm not sure we had. I think I think that style and it was allied, or it was linked to Wilder, wasn't it? It was very much kind of part of what, what he did. And as soon as he went, you, you got a new manager. And I think the manager, most fans like him. Most fans think... It's not his fault why we're struggling. He, whoever would have come in would have had to evolve things. And um, I, th- I think he's he's trying, but I think he's realising quite quickly some of these players are, are either a spent force or they can't play the way he wants to play. And he can't change eight or nine starters round. He, he's changed four or five and he'll have another window. And, and it might take us a couple of seasons before we, we sort of, you know, are back pushing for promotion, which... It's not great when you've got your parachute payments, but yeah. You've depressed me now. Thanks for that. So, yeah, right. we, we're not very good. Um, yeah, to beat us, it's dead easy. We we take, when we when we do get going, and, and it has clicked a few times, and Dave, who's the lad from the academy that sort of plays the number 10 role, sort of just behind the striker, he sort of interchanges with Gibbs White, who's out wide right, and them two have been, the, when they've hit form, we've looked pretty good, and when it all works we've looked decent going forward but we seem to take like 10 or more passes sideways back and forth working it out wings to even potentially maybe push make a chance all teams have got to do to get a chance against us is just two balls forward and you're in one-on-one I think you've summed it up we're trying to play out from the bat the keeper will start it play these little passes now and again we'll we'll beat beat the press and, and we like get in and you think wow what football but Majority of the time, we piss about it at the back, lose it, and then teams are in on us. And as you say, it takes us ages to get to the other end to do something because we haven't got the pace and the power to break through like probably Fulham and Watford teams did. Um, and the other end, all you have to do is just twat it over the top of our defence and, 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 and there's a chance. Or set plays. So there's various ways you can beat us. Uh, yeah. Know, I think they're talking about our weaknesses, isn't there? Either just whack it over the top and get us turned with one pass the long ball over top through middle, set plays or crosses. So pretty much get it in the box and you'll have a chance. Literally, the only, any way that you can think of to create a chance, we're pretty susceptible to it. But they're the main ones. Di- fairly direct methods, basically. Direct passing through us or just getting it in box. It's weird though, isn't it? Because you look at the defence and they've got a Swedish international goalie who's been a bit dodgy so far, but he's still a, you know, he's an international goalie. You know, you've got, you've got Baldot who's you know, a good fullback. You've got Stevens, all right, he's dipped off form. You've got Egan, you've got the lad from uh, Liverpool, Davis. On paper, they're all very good individually, but it's just not working. You know, they're giving too many goals away. But I think it's probably in front of them where the issues are with the midfield. No protection at all for the for the back line. We just get run through. So if you've got power and pace in your middle, in your midfield, you'll, you'll have a field there. Yeah, and, and it's going a bit... I've, I've mentioned on our podcast that we've gone a bit vindaloo football, as in 
we're going to score one more than you, but that's kind of what it's got to be because we're always going to concede. So we've, we're kind of looking that we need to score twos and threes just to get a result. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can, I can key, see... Key players. Who's our key players? <laughs> I, think, I think I've mentioned them. It's Ndai and Gibbs-White, if they play well, if it clicks for them, if, they, if they're in the game, then still we do all right. Sharp. He's still probably sharp. He's the one who... You know, if he's playing well, he can actually bring others into play. He's, you know, he's done a bit more than the normal just box player that we, we were used to seeing, but he's the one that will, you know, if you give him a chance, he probably will score. Although yeah. saying that, he's missed quite a lot of chances this season. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's one of these that you think, oh, give him a chance, he'll score. But he's had lots of chances that, you know, if someone else had had him, you'd be, oh, get Billy Sharp and he'd have scored that, but he's missed a few. So, but he, you're right. Unfortunately, even with that, an age 35, 36, whatever he is, he still looks our most likely going forward. It is hard because you look at the squad, and even some of the players who are on the bench at the moment, you've got McGoldrick, Basham, you know, solid championship players who have played pretty well in the Premier League at, at, at times. But the, I don't know, there's some that I think are coming to the end. Um, you know, Norwood and Fleck, you could possibly include in that. You know, they still have flashes of, of, of you know, good games now and again, but. There's no, you can't really see what we're hanging his hat on in terms of the future. You've got loan players, a lot of loan players, a couple of young players coming through, some old players going out. It just seems a bit of a mess. It probably is a bit similar to the Stoke team when that they came down sort of four or five years ago. Yeah, transition. That's what it is. And and yeah, you've, you're you're probably right. We probably are in for a bit of a season or two at least to just trying to sort out what we're going to do. But it's took, I mean, it took Stoke. Uh, I mean, we're not pretend we're experts on on, on Stoke because we're clearly not. But I do remember them coming down and they were tipped to, to absolutely storm the division with the squad they had. And they've had to slowly get rid of all the kind of high-earning players. Um, they've had a few managers. Things haven't quite worked and stuff. I think Michael O'Neill came in last year and I saw a lot of us were quite negative about him because he, his style wasn't that positive. But they seem to be kind of... Seem to kind of just kind of consolidate and they've, they've had a really good start this season and they seem to now have a mix of some good young players, a couple of experienced players, people like Fletcher and stuff, but, um, you know, Campbell up front, I know he's, he's, he, he was out injured, but they've, you know, they've, they've got Nick Powell, who's a you know good player and they, I don't know, they just seem to have got a, a nice mix and it, it, it's, they've had a good start. They've gotten a bit of a run. They're always strong. It's not like cliche, but they do. I always think Stoke have been quite a strong team at home. Clearly, someone's going to come back and say it's like it's like saying United are a long ball team thinking about Bassett days. But you know, I, I think they, it can be an advantage that crowd at home. Yeah, that Windy Stadium. That's all I think of when we go there. That it, we've been there loads of times and then worn it years yeah. through Championship, didn't we? And I just it always seems to be like New Year's Day or sort of middle of February or something. Sort of on top of that hill, freezing to death as as we conceded yet another goal sort of thing and we, we never seemed to do that well there certainly not when we went and uh, yeah I think I think yeah as you say they've started well I think they're going to do well still this season um, one of the surprises of the season I, I had them pegged for sort of mid, mid-table in the predictions I, ju- I just thought they didn't quite have enough quality and probably enough goals at the top of the field um, but actually they, yeah they've started the season well and I think if you get organised and you get played in a certain way you, 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 can, you can get in the top six I mean outside of Possibly West Brom, Fulham, and Bournemouth. The division is is wide open, really. Yeah, I, and I did actually think they had, I think they had a good start, a good like a few wins in, in a row and stuff like that. Like basically opposite to us, they started well, and then and then I, I think they had a few you know 
draw, loss, win, draw, you know, like dropped a few. And I thought, oh, this is, you know, they're going to sort of drop. Like you, I thought possibly mid-table. But then, you, yeah, you can't argue with beating West Brom, can you? You can't Absolutely. argue with that going into international break, can you? So, yeah, I think I think they probably will stick up that sort of playoff area. What's your prediction for, for this, this weekend? Um, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be, we're going to concede a couple, certainly. Um I think probably Stoke will win 2-1. I'm going to be a bit more positive than you. I think um, the last game played against Bournemouth, I thought we played really well, actually. We're, and we're very unfortunate to, to lose that game with decisions and things didn't quite drop for us. Uh, I'm going to go 2 all. <laughs> <laughs> One more goal than you. Yeah, yeah. A bit more, a bit more positive. I think you were building up something there. And yeah, uh, just a bit less negative. Well done. Yeah. Definitely, I think. Yeah, I think it'll be two old or Key will be keeping uh, keeping Crouch out. I think and uh, Rory Delap's throws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 